Okay, we're all here. Woohoo! We made it. <laughs> okay, we're with Thomas and David from Sinking Season. Thanks, boys, for joining us. Yeah, yeah so thanks for having us. Are you so excited for your tour? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, starts tomorrow, and we're going to be gone for almost three weeks. Oh, my so, gosh. A lot of places I've never been to. So. Uh, are you excited to go to one or a couple places in particular that you haven't been to? Uh, yeah, Chicago. Um, oh, just because I've never been there. And um, we're playing we're playing like right by Wrigley Field. And I randomly was just like, oh, I wonder like if the Cubs are playing that day somehow. And they turns out the playing a 1 p.m. afternoon game against the Mariners. Shut oh, your no. face. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, we're all going to go there. And then the show is, like, literally in the same district. So it worked out, like, weirdly well. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. I've never been there either. I've always wanted to go. That'll be fun. Yeah, that's one of the oldest stadiums, too. So Yeah. Cool. You guys are uh, cramming a lot into three weeks. You, you go to a lot of places. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it's hopefully it'll be all right. Yeah. What you'll time be do tired. you guys get out tomorrow? So or tomorrow, no, you're in Seattle. Tomorrow. Yeah, t- tomorrow we play at Central in Seattle. Okay. Um, and then Wednesday around noon, we're going to head to Spokane and play at the Big Dipper. And then we just keep going from there. Oh, man. That's fun. What about you, David? Where are you excited to go to? Uh, I'm also excited to go to Chicago, but for completely different reasons. I really want to try the deep dish pizza. That's kind oh. of like my big motivation. Uh, my friend said I would like it there. So um, <laughs> Chicago and then Denver, Colorado, too. Yeah, we get to go to like my two places. Yeah, we get to go to Denver. We're, we have a small group of us that go to shows. Um, and we're flying to Denver to see Godsmack, Bad Omens, I Prevail next month. So that'll be pretty rad. Hopefully we'll have yep. a day to explore too. So What venue is that at? It's at like Fiddler's Ridge Amphitheater, I think it's called. Mm. It's a big, yeah. yeah, big show. But Yeah, I was just in Denver like last month for the first time. Oh, nice. Just on vacation. But you guys going to be there for oh, a few days? We'll be there, yeah, like three nights or something, four, four days. And we will – there's apparently like a heavy metal uh, bar in Denver. So we're going to go there one of the nights. And Which uh, one? I'm not sure. I think there's actually two. Um, one there's of a place called The Crypt. Called what? The Crypt. It's like a, it's like a metal but horror bar. Oh. That would be cool too. Yeah. Horror movies themed. So, oh, shit. We may hit right. up. We may hit up a couple. <laughs> um, yeah, if you have a few hours, you should you should go to Meow Wolf as well. Meow Wolf. All right, Lindsay, you taking yeah. notes? Shit, I was gonna tell <laughs> you to. <laughs> like an art experience, like walk through things, like a bunch of different crazy rooms. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. It's like you're in like a Tim Burton movie. Oh, wow! That's really up my alley. Lindsay's yeah. definitely an experience you should try. Oh, oh yeah, I'm totally down. What All was right, the one wait. you just said before? The Meow crypt. Wolf? The crypt. Okay, I'm writing this down. Okay. Perfect. Well, and uh, David, I I'm with you though. I I think I'd be more excited about the pizza than the baseball too. But 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge sports fan myself. Like, going to a game is, is fun. Like, don't get yeah. me wrong, but I'm mm-hmm. not, like, super invested in it. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be a good time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Food is always, like, the reason to travel. Anytime I go anywhere, I'm always like, okay, what bands can I see who's playing? And then what food, good food, is nearby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's always, like, the main, main yep. thing. Yeah. Cool. Venues, bars, and food. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, so give us, you know, obviously we met you at the show. When was that couple? Was that last month? Things are just. That was the end of February. Yeah. uh, February 24th at Everett. Yeah. 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 uh, Was it Lucky Dime? Yeah, Yeah, which I hadn't been there. I actually just went to Tony V's for the first time, too, and saw, I don't know, Dramora. We interviewed them. Last you year, live right? Mm-hmm. You live, yeah. You live, yeah. Yeah, I live on Camino, and Anna lives on or in Stanwood. So, yeah. yeah, I lived in Mill Creek when I first moved to Washington. So I've been to a lot of the Everett spots. Oh yeah, like Bees, and um, we played at Black Lab last year, and Lucky Dime. I think there's a yeah. couple other things too. Is Lucky Dime newer? Um, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it was there when I lived there. That I lived there back in 2020, 17 to 20. Okay. So, uh, I don't think it was, I don't think it existed back then, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Tony V's is really, I don't know why I don't go there more. They're always, they always got shit going on. Um, but where were you at before? Where'd you live? Uh, oh, I grew up in San Diego. So I've just been from oh. California. Yeah. Did you, is that how you met Craig? No. Um, I met Craig. The day I met you guys, actually. Oh, and, shit. Well, actually, no, no. That was the first time we played together. We met, like, earlier that month. We like, had had a, you'd known him online or something, right? Yeah, we met in, like, a, a musician's group. And then um, we were just, like, chatting. And then we were like, hey, you want to meet up for a beer? So we went and met up. Um, came to a couple of our shows. And then we booked that show with him um, on his tour back up. And, like, we were just randomly playing on the same day so like yeah. hey just on ours and yeah so that was our first time playing or playing a show at the same time but um yeah then we were talking about him filling in on this tour of ours mm-hmm. um so we just played our first show together uh with david as well um in tacoma at Ratfest. oh i saw that oh. real art tacoma yeah so yep we uh we practiced for the first time like that Thursday, and then we practiced again on Friday, and then we played a show on Saturday. And we had none of us had ever played together before that, so it was, <laughs> but it was really good for like considering. And we just practiced last night, and now we're just doing it. So holy shit, yeah, <laughs> came through quick. But yeah. they, the, the rest of the guys did their homework. They definitely learned the songs beforehand, so it was it was very it was probably the easiest I've ever taught a full band to play my music and I've done this quite a bit of time. So yeah. You know, to them for, for doing their work. But so David, are you, you've been in the band or you're filling in or is it? Uh, I'm filling in for this band. I have, uh, I've been in a couple before one of which actually my first experience at Tony V's was at this thing called wing fest that they did. Oh, so they usually have like a bunch of local bands and then they have like a special on wings or whatever. So <laughs> that was my first time going up there. It was, it was pretty cool. 
I want to go to How Wing fitting. <laughs> Wing Fest. I feel like I've heard of that. Is it like at what time is it certain time of the year they do that or yeah, it's kind of like one of those all-day event type things. I guess it's similar to Ratfest, except Ratfest didn't have any wings. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they just get a bunch of bands. They go in, and then uh, I think they broadcasted it too. I'm not sure. It was a couple of years ago. So yeah. But David, you weren't at Lucky Dime when we met Thomas, or were you? No, um, I actually I met Thomas for the first time a couple weeks ago, and uh, I met. Craig and Austin as well at our first practice. So um, we connected through a Facebook group um, that helps connect musicians. He put up a post about needing a guitar player for a tour. And I was like, well, I'll just shoot my shot there, I guess. Nice. Nice. So uh, now I'm going to go do that. (laughs) We met at emo night and uh, yeah, rest was history. Thomas, you meet all your important people at emo night, don't you? Yeah, right. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yes. Is your girlfriend there? She is. Oh, yeah. you should have her pop in and say hi. She's so stinking <laughs> cute. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm in a towel. Mm. It's okay. Hi. She says hello. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny. Okay, so Thomas, give us the lowdown how sinking season got started, all the things. Uh, yeah. So I just like was writing music since I was been eighteen, and um, I've been in a different, a few different bands before this band, but this was my first like band that was my music that was like I was doing vocals and doing a majority of everything. Um, I think it was two thousand fourteen. Started this in California. Um, with one other person and we recorded a bunch of songs it was it started off just acoustic um, me and this one other person and it's kind of just kept making more music and then we eventually were like oh let's get a full band and then we played shows and did stuff just in California released an album um, but then after a couple of years things kind of fills it out people moved away um, so I kind of like stopped this band but I knew I would like wasn't like a, a breakup or anything. It's kind of like more of a hiatus kind of we'll figure it out later. Um, yeah. And then I uh, started this other band with uh, a couple of the people that were in singing season originally. Um, and we made like more, like more hardcore type music. Um, so I did that for a bit. And then, yeah, then I moved up to Seattle in 2017. Um, and I just kind of wanted to take a couple years off because I had done music at that point for, you know, eight, eight or nine years. And it was just kind of, I don't know, I not know what I wanted to do and wanted to just kind of focus on my career. Um, and then about 2020, I was kind of like, okay, I'm getting the itch to do music again. Um, then COVID happened. So then I was like, okay, well, I guess I can't do it. Um, and then, yeah, um, the very end of 2021, um, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to write some new songs see what happens. Um, then I ended up writing the whole album therapy within like a couple months, um, recorded everything myself, you know, all the instruments, all the vocals, um, and sent that off to get mixed and mastered for the first time professionally. Um, then we, then, you know, I put that album out last March, um, and still didn't have a band yet. 
Um, and then just started kind of recruiting people, seeing who would fit, you know, jamming. You know, I didn't really know if I even wanted to like do live music again. I didn't know if I just wanted to make music and put it on the internet and, you know, yeah. but, uh, you know, once I found people that, you know, wanted to play the music, I, you know, got that confidence again and like got that itch to go back on stage. And, uh, we played our first show last July, um, as like the rebrand after I think it was about five years of not playing a show for this band. Um, and ever since then, um, from last July till now, I've played 41 shows, um, in that like seven, eight months period. And we have 35 shows booked in the next 61 days. So, yeah. So, in about 10 months of time, I'll have done, you know, about 80 shows. So uh, I had a lot of different members come in and out uh, throughout this time and kind of still deciding on how I want to do that in terms of permanent members or um, just kind of have people fill in when they can, Um, Mm -hmm. which has actually been really like convenient because of how much I tour and play shows. It's like hard to get four people's schedules aligned. Yeah. Um, so having extra members that are kind of like, you know, who can go this run, who can't, just easier to like put pieces together. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if it comes to the situation where, you know, I find someone who's kind of in it the same way as I can, has a much flexibility, then, you know, that, that would be great. But also if it's just take different people each time, then, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's how it works then uh yeah i think i think it should work either way yeah but, uh, yep. oh fun yeah i wonder about that because we've talked to a few bands where they have like a fill-in it's just the drummer that mm-hmm. fills in you know uh different drummers for each tour or something like that so that's mm-hmm. kind of interesting Cause, and we also talked to actually last week we had a kind of one-man band um so that's kind of how you started and they're, yeah, they're kind of considering too. they've done all their mixes. They wrote everything themselves. And then they're like, you know, I'm, should I, you know, start playing live? Should we just do studio stuff? You know, they're kind yeah. of about to. So what made, you work, but... do, what made you decide to do like you wanted to play live instead of just doing. Um, I just missed playing shows and, um, yeah. you know, I've, I have the, you know, the, the following enough now where I can travel and see new places. And, you know, that's kind of, I guess that's the main reason I just want to like travel and go on tours and, you know, go to cities that I'd never go to, you know, and not have to, you know, pay money to travel. It's just get to play music every day and it's just fun. So I guess that's the main reason to tour. Yeah, we live vicariously through you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm always like, oh, I'd love to do that. And then, you know, how would I feel about, you know, how so many days on the road in a van with these same people every day? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this planning this tour has been so much easier for some reason than the last one. Like, um, I think we have 18 nights that we're needing to sleep places. And I think we have like 16 of those for free at just people that have offered to let us stay at their place. So oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. 
because the last one we did in November, we just stayed in motels every single night. Oh. Uh, and obviously that cuts into your profit a lot. Yeah, so, for sure. um, so yeah, we're very uh, thankful for all the people that are letting us stay some venues, some other bands. We have friends and family in different cities. Yeah. Uh, uh, David's family is in Spokane. So uh, we'll be seeing them on Wednesday night. Spokane, uh, David, is that where you're from? Yeah, I mean a little bit outside of that, but no one's ever heard of Nine Mile Falls, so Spokane's close <laughs> nope. enough. You're right. We, yeah, nope. We interviewed um, uh, Silent Theory. Have you heard of them? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, they're from Idaho, okay. right? But they, yeah. Do you um, remember what? But the guy, the shoot, Bob. Bob. I can't remember yeah. what is he the guitarist? Yes. Okay, anyways, he lives in Spokane, I think he said, or that area around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the f- the band is from Moscow, Moscow, whatever, Moscow. however you say it. Something. I, th- I don't know. Apparently you don't say Moscow, that- but that's how I always say it. Because <laughs> we, it's, it's fun to interview, you know, bands that are from here, because we can all kind of relate, like, oh, you know, if I say a city or something, they'll know what the hell I'm talking about, but... Um, yeah, so it's nice to get some local bands on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we hadn't oh. heard of any bands from uh, Idaho before, so I was like, oh, well, if you're from there, maybe you know of them. They're pretty good. Yeah. You probably like it. I know some bands from Boise. Um, oh, cool. We just played there on our last tour in November, and we're playing there again um, this month a little oh, back sorry. on, I think, the 21st. Um, but yeah, we're playing. We're playing there again. Boise was fun. It was yeah. It's a cool. It's a cool city. It is. I've been there a couple of times um, in the summertime. So it was boiling lava hot. I'd like to go back when I could enjoy the outdoors a little bit more. But <laughs> so. don't stay at the budget in Boise because that <laughs> was a hor- That was probably the worst time of tour. Oh no! Uh, Do tell. Yeah, we. Yeah, so we we checked into our hotel after the show left all of our gear in, in the room, you know, locked up, went, and we went out to the bar. Yeah. And, you know, we had a fun time. We come back at, like, 2.30. I think, like, I think the bar's closed at 2.30 there instead of 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got back, you know, we Ubered back, and it was, like, 3, going to our room. And then I just see, like, feet, like, in my bed. I'm like, I'm like, what are those shoes? Oh, and then I, I like, move the blanket, and there's a person there. Oh, God. And there's just this guy, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And it's just like some dude sleeping in my bed, <laughs> but, but like didn't touch anything. Like we had probably like $40,000 worth of like yeah. shit in that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's just like a homeless guy sleeping in our bed, but he didn't take anything. Well, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and then he like ran away. And we go to the, uh, the main office there and like, there's like someone working there at all times and um, start, you know, ring the doorbell. And then the lady gets up and she's like, she's like, what do you guys want? Or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, bro, there was someone in our bed. And she's like, I don't know why you're waking me up about it. Why don't you call the cops? And I'm like, what the fuck are you? like someone, how did someone get in our room? You know, she, she had to give them the key or something. And like, basically she accused us of lying. Um, and then we're just like, okay, that's, you know, we went yeah. to sleep and then, 9 a.m. Someone comes banging on our door and tells us to get our shit and get the fuck out of the 
place. And we're like, we're like, what? And they had already took like a $50 deposit. Yeah. Uh, you know, security deposit. So I go to the, I go to the lobby to like, be like, hey, well, give me my 50 bucks back at least. Right. And they're basically like, no, you guys will corrupt. You don't deserve that $50. What? All this shit. I'm like, yeah, we woke her up because there was someone in our room. And also, like, it's a security deposit. It's not like we woke you up and now you can't give us our fucking money back. Sorry, and then they, called, they, called the cops. they called the cops on us. Oh, my God. And the cops came and they're like, yeah, this place sucks. Like, this happens all the time. They just, like, and then I went and, like, looked at Google reviews and they're just, like, all, like, they just scam people and shit. Oh, God. Cute. So, yeah. So, so did everybody. Time. Yeah. And then, yeah, we called them for a few days after that just to, like, talk shit to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I did I did file a dispute with my credit card and got the $50 back. Nice. There you go. Oh, good for you. Yeah, what a Yeah, so don't story. stay at the budget in Boise. So did he break in or did she let him in? Do we know what happened? I mean, I don't see why someone would break in and then not steal anything and just yeah. go sleep. I'm thinking what happened was she like knows this guy and he's like homeless and she's like, Oh, just go sleep in this empty room, but gave him the wrong number or something. Cause oh. he just went in there and went to sleep and you know, well, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Cause like, I we back and everything would have been gone. Like all of our guitars, our amps, like I had like three MacBooks in there. Like, yeah. I always wonder about that. Like if you, I mean, if you don't take all your shit in, like you just leave it in a U-Haul or whatever thing you're taking with you yeah. or in the car, and people, uh -uh. people get shit stolen all the time yeah. like that. I figured, you know, and, and we did that every night of tour. We would, you know, mm -hmm. go to the show, play the show, go to the motel, take all of our stuff in, and then go out and do whatever, and then come back, go to sleep, you know, put the, you know, it, we were just constantly moving gear around to avoid, you know, any kind of malfeasance, but, uh. Yeah, we didn't account for someone being let into our room. No, that's so. fucking awful. David, yeah. do you have any uh, stories like that? Any fun stories? <laughs> um, so this is his first tour, actually. Yeah, so this is this is the first one. Um, he hasn't toured yet before. I mean, as far as like homeless people experiences go, I just had like. <laughs> Um, I was working at my job. I'm a prep cook oh, cool. at Pagliacci, if you guys have ever oh, yeah. eaten there. Uh -huh. Where's that? Um, Seattle. It's uh, it's kind of all over yeah. Seattle. It's like it's a, a local sort of pizza chain. But uh, this dude hobbles up with this five-gallon bucket, and he just kind of like sits in our lobby for a second, and I'm just watching him. I was like, hey, can I help you? And he just didn't really respond. He took like 45 seconds to open this like five-gallon bucket he was carrying, and when he finally got it, he just pulled out this little bottle of lemonade and like a cookie and just started like eating it in the lobby. And so then I just kind of went around the counter. I was like, Hey man, what are you doing here? And he was like, I came in to use the bathroom and I was like, you got, you got to go. You can't like eat your bucket cookie in my lobby, you know? Bucket cookie. It's so crazy. Seattle is just, crazy what do you live in seattle thomas and david do you guys both live in seattle yeah, yeah i live in belltown so i'm like cool. right in the middle of everything yes you yeah, are my dear shoreline shoreline nice yeah i've kind of lived in quite a few places in the area like u district linwood u village greenwood now i'm up yeah. in shoreline yeah 
Ugh. We don't see. We're so far from it. David, do you know where, how far north have you guys been? Well, you said Mill Creek, but. Um, I used to live in Linwood. I've visited Everett. I mean, I've taken trips up to Bellingham, so I'm assuming you're probably somewhere in between there. Yeah. 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 Oh, and that's right, because Thomas, you guys played in Bellingham the night after. Yeah. Your- that was a right. fun show. We played a little house show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, JJ, on JJ Street. Yeah. We had it started a- snowing, so. <laughs> that's right. It was like snowing the whole time, and then, yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to see, that's right, because I was like, I had a show that night, the next night. And it was to see the Cottonmouth Kings. Oh, yeah. In Bellingham. And then I was all worried that it was going to snow. Oh, you huh. didn't end up going? No. Well, no. I didn't end up going because I, well, I was worried about the snow, but then I got, like, really sick. Like, I don't know if it was COVID or anything. I don't fucking test for that anymore because I'm like everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I came back and, like, two days after that trip, I was sick and, like, everyone in the band was sick. Yeah. Like, it everyone was- got sick that weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was gnarly, but I'm I'm not sad I didn't miss the Cottonmouth Kings. Like, I kind of grew up, because I used to live in SoCal, too, and they were, like, big out in, like, Riverside, you know, all that kind of shit. <laughs> so, but I'm, like, the guys are just not aging very well and doing very well live, and I, I looked at footage, and I'm, like, damn, D-Loke. Sorry, bud. But... I didn't even know they still did stuff. Oh, no. No. And then Crazy Town. You know Crazy Town. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Butterfly. Butterfly. I don't know if he opened for Cottonmouth Kings or if they opened for him. They probably did, like, co-headlining thing. Um, But I didn't realize. Well, realize. But he doesn't have any teeth. He wears dentures. Oh. The dude's not even 50. Oh, dang. Yeah, I just randomly, I just like saw him uh, at a birthday party at Tractor Tavern. What? Um, <laughs> what? He, came to, he came to like do the DJing or oh. whatever. Um, and he had like his top 10 like songs of whatever. And then number one was Butterfly, and then he like lip synced it. Oh, like, God. Kind wow. of like overdubbed. But uh, no. yeah, I talked to him for like 30 seconds after he's. Yeah. Was his, were his teeth in? <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't remember that part. I feel like you probably would have noticed if they weren't. But <laughs> well, my buddy Mike sent me a video of him rapping "Butterfly" or singing it, but and he didn't have his teeth in. And I was like, "Oh shit!" The guy wears dentures. Wait, which Mike? Oh my, he's uh, from Houston, Texas. Because oh. yeah. the guy's birthday party, it was his name, Mike. That oh to him. yeah, yeah. So, Anyway, that's rat. We went to Tractor Tavern for the first time last year. We saw, um, well, we have friends in Kingdom Collapse. They're out of Texas. And they opened for Giovanni and the Hired Guns, hmm. another Texas band. So, but yeah, good old yes. Tractor Tavern. A little country that was my bar. First time going there. <laughs> I had never been yeah. there. It's, yeah. it's a cool stage. It is. Yeah. I love That's Ballard, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's valid. Yeah. It's kind of like by substation. Right. Yeah. Fun. Well, Anna, do we want to do one of Justin's questions? Yeah, sure. This is Justin from Never Titled, and you're listening to Rock the Cat Box. 
What's the most unique piece of merchandise you've seen sold at a show? What makes good merchandise for you as a fan? The most unique piece of merchandise that no, I've that sold? No, that you've seen sold. So, so you've seen. Oh, seen. Or seen. You could, yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, if you've sold something cool, too. And then. I haven't really s- sold anything cool, I don't think. Uh, oh, there was something creepy that happened. What was it? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what it was. It was in Oregon. Something about... I don't remember. I don't want to, like, make something up. But there was something involving, like, they wanted my sweat on something or something like that. I forgot what it was. I was kind of drunk, but, yeah. There was that. Uh, not even the full Not even the full story. Uh, I don't know. These people were selling candles at the last show, which was pretty interesting. Like, they made their own oh. candles. Did it have, like, their... I thought that's weird. It's pretty cool, but... It's, i never seen that yeah. before. Candles. I haven't either. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah. What about you, David? Uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is from the band Bill Murray. I don't know if you know uh-huh. Bill Murray, but it's uh, it's Johnny Frank from Attack Attack, like all mm-hmm. grown up doing his own thing. Um, but he put a poll out on Instagram because he's got like uh, this really sort of Midwest themed like run it run of jokes going on and so it was like who wants to see me sell potatoes at the next show like and your options were like yes spud me up or like no i don't like starch you know and it's like i'd buy a potato from bill murray i was kind of hoping our tours would interlap at some point so i get the chance to see him because he doesn't yeah. really come over here but uh i don't think that's gonna work out then, um, so you I bought a potato? That. Doesn't isn't that? I mean, I would buy the potato just for the experience of buying the potato from him. Don't right. they have a song that's anabolic spudsman? Okay. Yes, that, that's the one I know. <laughs> so. They like potatoes. I, I like them. So, oh, yeah. Anabolic spuds. Anabolic spudsman. Yeah, it's like um, I think Will Ramos. Uh, is featured on it and someone else oh yeah yeah it's a good song i like I actually just listened to it today that's what I like. i'm like oh yeah yeah <laughs> i love that song how weird it's a very funny. like i mean he screamed will obviously screams in it but then it's like it's all upbeat and peppy and <laughs> the anabolic spudsman thick edition thick. <laughs> Bill Murray, Spencer Stewart, and Will yeah, Ramos. Else too. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. That's hard to top. I both of those. I don't know. But going back to the sweat thing, we uh, a band that we talked to. They had someone reach out to them on Instagram, um, wanting them to sell like their clothes their worn clothes and their drummer did yeah make some money yeah (laughs) go to the dollar store get a like t-shirt every time like i think he specifically 99 sunday at value village or whatever flip that for 30 bucks Mm -hmm. i think he specifically wanted like his socks oh gross interesting choice i don't want anyone's socks i don't know it's like some random white like yeah, gym yeah. socks. Yeah. Yep. 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 No, I don't know how much he sold them for, but yeah, true yeah, story. Because I... he was sending me like the screenshots of the guy 
asking for it. No. <laughs> like, fucking sick. Proof this is real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, let's get into our questions. Um, so Anna, if you want to pull them up and then we'll have to. Yes. The boys answer. All right. So first question is, who has inspired you to get involved in music? Um, you want to go first, David? Uh, sure, I can go first. Um, probably what really prompted me to do it was um, wanting to play guitar and then getting Guitar Hero 3 instead. Yes. And so I kind of played that nonstop. But it was... It was the moment that Slash came out on stage to do like that guitar battle. It was just kind of like watching him sort of like saunter out, just like all black with that really low slung Les Paul. And I was like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> and it was just like some of the coolest like playing in that battle that I'd ever heard before. So I kind of just went into it after that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to learn Wait, how to Wait, so play you started guitar. with Guitar Hero 3, not the first one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, not you the first one. Just right into Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> I remember the first one, and, like, I didn't own it, and we would just go, like, after after school and play at the demos, like, at, like, Fry's Electronics. Mm. Fry's. Like, there would be, like a, like, a demo stage, and we would just, like, go play it for, like, two hours. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, shoot, yeah. I remember Fry's. Yeah, California. Yeah. Are they still there? Yeah. They still um, I I think so. I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, they built one in the city I was that I grew up in. So we would just go there after after school until like six o'clock. Damn. And go home. It was a freaking huge. <laughs> yeah. Store. It was gigantic. Yeah. What part of San Diego were you from? North County. So I lived in San Marcos. Oh yeah, I lived in Escondido. Oh yeah, cool. I'm, I lived in Escondido as well. Escondido. <laughs> I, lived, I, I mainly lived in Escondido, but I went to school at Mission Hills, and okay. then I went to Cal State San Marcos. Oh, but, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was like right off El Norte. Yeah, I know. I know. it. I went to Orange Glen. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See? Well, small world. <laughs> cool. All right. Guitar Hero. You know what's funny is we, that you're not the first that have been inspired by video games mm-hmm. we actually kind of bet on that don't yeah. we Anna? <laughs> yeah. i would say to play guitar um tom delong and blink 2 is like why i got a guitar yeah in nirvana so i got like i got a guitar and i learned just like all the blink and nirvana mm-hmm. songs um and then i started playing like saturn music because of dashboard professional Yes, as we were trying to get tickets again to see them because they're playing at the Chateau. Oh, yeah, with uh, Tommy Crows. Yes, but tickets are way too good. The venue is just kind of far, and I just saw Third Eye Blind there last summer. Oh, we did too, yeah. We we were there, yeah. Oh, yeah, but it just sucked because they didn't get to play How's It Gonna Be. Oh, I know. Because of the 10 o'clock curfew. I know. Friggin' wouldn't go. Yeah, like they couldn't play one more song, like the, like one of their biggest songs. So, it's okay. Yeah. We were hammered. Oh, yeah. We loved every bit of it. It's, it was it's great. I mean, I would yeah, yeah I would go anytime. I'm trying to go to like all yeah. of them. 
Are the tickets really expensive for the yeah. Cabin Crows? I mean, the the um, lawn was $80, so it wasn't bad. That's what we were going to do, but it sold out. Like I went on like 18 minutes after they went on sale and couldn't get lawn tickets. So, But then there's... Yeah, and then you have to buy like a fifty dollar bottle right. of wine. And they're playing so. two nights in a row, and so I the the yeah. Sunday day was still open, but I was like, eh, do we really want to do Sunday? Not that it would be that bad. We go to shows all week, but I just yeah. But I want to drink. Like I don't get too hammered when it's work night. Yeah, right. <laughs> I drink. <laughs> I drank a lot that one. It, I love taking back Sunday, so that was like, yeah. I loved it. I loved it a lot. Great show. So fun. And we always see this one guy. Actually, you might know him, Thomas and David, if you, well, you met at Emo Night. His name is Cody. I, I know who he yeah. is. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that before you even said his name. Like, we all oh know my that guy. God. He, he yeah. I got to find he, a fucking picture. I took. So he drove me and Gabrielle to the Really? <laughs> Well, we yeah. saw him there, so we probably saw you, and we just didn't know because we see him everywhere. I was, I was with him. Fuck! Yeah. No, that was. Were you next to him? Yeah, I was with him Ooh. the whole time. Thomas was right next to him. I remember. I remember seeing oh, you because yeah. Anna goes, "Oh, that's that kid. He's always at emo night." And we saw him <laughs> briefly because we were in the we were sitting down, and then um, I wanted to go meet him because I'm more of the make let's make friends and meet everybody at shows and yeah. then he disappeared but i remember you i remember you standing next to him that's fucking hilarious and then we finally <laughs> met him at um the used oh yeah when we saw yeah Lindsay's like we're well, i'm talking to him and i'm like don't talk to him was that the one with movements and yeah. they remember yeah yeah that was there too <laughs> that was such a good show so good yeah I've never seen Data Remember, and that was they were amazing. amazing. Yeah, that was my first time seeing them. Yeah, but I've seen that was like my third time seeing Movements that year. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw the use a few times. Yeah, yeah. Anna, how many I've times have you seen the used? I don't know. I don't count. A don't bajillion. That's her favorite. <laughs> I saw them the first time, like back yeah. in like 2006, like uh, when Bert could still. Like before his surgery, he doesn't really like yeah, scream yeah. anymore. Yeah, I, I saw him back in the day at Warp yeah. Tour at the Gorge. Oh, man, Warp Tour, fun old days. <laughs> Can't imagine being outside for ten hours anymore. <laughs> no, I would, over I would it, over it. <laughs> Two hours is long enough. All right. Yeah. Uh, next question here is what is the best or your favorite thing about the process? Like the writing process? No, I mean, yeah, we'll start, yeah, the writing process. Um, yeah. I guess I get really excited when I write something new and like I first record it, just like the very first rough draft even though like if I ever go back and listen to those, like they're so different than when it becomes, but it's just like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess it's like the adrenaline and kind of the, the feeling that you get from writing something new and listening to it like 30 times in a row, just to like see what you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll write a song like that and then I'll just listen to it a bunch of times and make 
changes or write more of it, um, you know, if I'm walking to work or, you know, if I'm just out or whatever. Um, songs get stuck in my head, too, that I don't even like. Like, I have a song that I wrote, like, a month ago that's that's new, and I haven't even recorded it yet, but, like, it's been stuck in my head, so I'm just, like, constantly, like, adding things, like, in my head. Yeah. Like, the, the, like a database yeah. in my head of music. Um, so that's fun. Uh just because I haven't had time to record anything and been busy with the, mm-hmm. the new album that's uh, about to come out. Uh, so yeah, our, oh yeah, our first single for that is coming out this Friday. So, uh, yeah. Ooh, well, awesome. Question, because we usually play uh, like the full MP3. Mm-hmm. Can you, do you want to send yeah, us that yeah, one? Yeah, do that. Yeah. Okay, okay cool. Okay. Right. Um, what about you, David? Um. So I haven't necessarily figured out like my most fluid way of writing, like as far as a process goes. Um, I've always kind of considered myself more of just a guitar player than a songwriter. And uh, they're kind of different things. So I think one of my favorite parts of the process of playing guitar is like learning songs that you like. And kind of deconstructing the little ways that like your favorite artists will write their music, you know, Um, like My Chemical Romance is something I've been working on quite a lot recently. And so it's really cool to see like the difference between like Ray Toro's parts and like Frankie Arrow's parts because they're like all playing the same chords, but they like to play different parts of them at the same time, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. which... Mm-hmm. Um, he also throws some really weird stuff in there that, uh, you know, when you're doing it by ear, you don't necessarily get right the first time you get kind of like close and it's like, man, what are you doing in there that I'm missing? But, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's really cool to kind of deconstruct those sort of things. And then you kind of like learn new little tips and tricks from that along the way too. Yeah. So that's kind of a fun part cool. for me. I love like, I just love like talking to musicians because it's so, I'm like, I would never have, I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know where to start to break apart a song and like hear it and try to play it based on that. Do you, so you play by ear or do you read music? Uh, I can do both. I try to play by ear as much as possible. Like usually I'll start by trying to play by ear and then I'll usually check my work later by watching someone play it on like YouTube or going to like look at the tabs if I want to. Um, but there, there are some songs that are pretty quick to get by ear. They're pretty easy. And then there are some songs where you just like have some stuff going on that you just can't quite get right. And so it's, uh, it's, good. it's like a good skill to have, I feel like. And it helps with coming up with ideas too. So I guess you could talk about this band, right? Because like, I basically just told him what songs were playing. I didn't tell him how to play them or anything. So, and you know, I guess what you learned him in just like a couple of weeks. So maybe. Yeah. Talk- I, uh, I paced myself. We, we had like a 10 song list and I was like, okay, well the first week I'll really focus on the first five. And then the next week focus on like the next five. And we met up like once to do some one-on-one stuff uh, for the first five Mm -hmm. songs. And then pretty much I was just kind of left to figure it out. So, and I mean, it it all pretty much worked out. So yeah, that's impressive. That's why you do that. And we do this. 
Uh, that's yes cool all right who would you want to collaborate with past or present i mean kurt cobain was probably the most obvious answer for me but obviously that's not gonna happen but uh he he is a big influence on me from a very young age so i think that's kind of why i have that answer Uh, Mm um but if I had to pick someone that's alive, oh, let me think about it. Go ahead, David. Yeah. <laughs> Hard. I know there's so um, many. Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, I guess going back to earlier, Slash would be really cool because I mostly just like to pick his brain. Him or like uh, Will Swan from Dance Gavin Dance. Like Will Swan busts out a lot mm-hmm. of really creative like guitar parts. Um, yeah and just like effects i've watched like rig rundowns of like his pedal board and what he's got going on there and it's just kind of like a whole hard to wrap my head around kind of situation that he's got going on but i believe it (laughs) mark would be cool yeah travis barker oh yeah for sure those guys i feel that yeah i'm excited to actually see them i haven't seen blink yeah me either we're gonna go. Yeah, you're going oh, to yeah. You should go see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that July? That's June. That June. June. I think. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. I got tickets. I got to that and Paramore. Oh. We'll Love be. We'll be in the nosebleeds. Haley Williams. There you go. I'll, <laughs> I want to do a song with. There yeah. you go. We kind of already talked about this one, but um, what are your plans for the upcoming year? Um, yeah, so we got two months of touring. Um, first single comes out Friday, second single comes out in May, and then the new album will be coming out. Um, what day is it? June 23rd. Um, oh, okay. and I'm looking to book a show for that, I think at Chop Suey. Uh, so I'm talking to them right now, it's not confirmed yet, but. So I want to do like a big album release show um, and then probably just some shows throughout the summer um, in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and then October, I want to hit the East Coast for a couple weeks because um, yeah. I haven't been there nice. um, visiting or, or playing. So, so yeah. kind of just touring, releasing this album and yeah, just hoping it uh, does well. Yay. That's awesome. I always feel like the East Coast gets more love. Yeah. Than the yeah. Well, at least our corner. Yeah. Well, it's easy. Like, it's easy to, like, just play a bunch of big cities without having to drive a lot, right? It's like, when you yeah. tour over here, you got to drive, like, four or five hours between each city. And it's like, and then it's like cities like nice. Billings, Montana. Like, you know, it's like, you go to, you go to, you go to the East Coast and you can play, like, Philadelphia, New York. New Jersey, Buffalo, you know, Boston, DC, all within like a couple hour drives or hour. So. Right. That makes complete sense. Cause I'm always telling people, I'm like, why don't y'all come up here? Or why don't, and they're like, cause you're all so fucking far away. I'm like, no, we're not. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of hours of driving and gas and it's just, but. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. 
a fun year. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of shows. Uh, definitely, yeah. it'll be over a hundred for the year. Uh, Holy so, cow! Yeah, and then I'm hoping next year to go to Europe and play over there. So, yeah, Ooh, start planning that at the more towards the end of this year. Uh, so yeah, that's it's kind of awesome. like the next, I guess, full year of, of plans. Just try to write this new album out and nice. yeah, have fun, see new places, meet new. Sweet. So David, are you gonna like fill in, or what's what's your plan for the year? Um, kind of playing it by ear, really. Um, I kind of want to see how this tour goes. It's the first one, so like I want to see if uh, you know how how well I do on it. Just being in a car for like three weeks straight, like really far from home, places I've never been before. So, um, yeah. see how that goes. Like it would be fun to go to like the East Coast in Europe. So like I'm not opposed to doing it. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't really have any set plans for that sort of thing. I think uh, my main goals were to work on putting out just like videos of me playing guitar, like trying to network and just meet new people and sort of just kind of like explore the area around me and the musicians that are around here too. So that was kind mm-hmm. of my main goal. And so now I'm doing this. So it's like it's kind of worked out for me in a way just to uh, put the effort mm-hmm. in. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we have a few buddies who um, where they're doing the same thing. They're they were in a band for like 20 years and it broke up. And so now they're just doing that. They're both guitarists, too. So they're just putting their videos out there. And then they've had some, you know, management reach out and say, hey, we like your sound. We'll come out and see you. So I think that's kind of like what you need to do and just just kind of go with the flow. You never know. Just kind of be open to whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was also kind of a challenge because I'm not very technologically inclined either. So when it comes to like making videos, editing videos, doing the audio editing, it was kind of like a bunch of small little pieces I needed to start working on to make like some sort of finished product for myself. So it's kind of like starting from yeah. the ground up kind of deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't so, even yeah, know. You don't really think about those things, I guess, from, at least from the not outside. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot that goes into it. True. <laughs> true. True. Well, cool. All right. So what is the story behind one of your favorite songs that you've done? Hmm. Um, so on the last album, there's a song called Butterfly. And I wrote that about my grandma. Um, she died during COVID. And it was like one of the first months where like, they didn't allow like funerals and stuff like that. So like, um, so like the whole situation was, Oh, you have to join this like zoom call or whatever. You remember they were doing like zoom funerals. So I was just like, I don't want to do that. So like, I just didn't like, I didn't want to like, I don't know. I just felt like weird to do that. So I just was like, I'm just going to like go down there. You know, um, I was able to go down when we were on the last tour actually. Um, and, Oh no, this was, this was, so I did go there again, but the first time I went was back in 2021. Um, I was visiting down there and I went to uh, the cemetery she's at and I found her, you know, plaque thing. And I didn't even know what it looked like at that point, but it had like a silhouette of like a butterfly on the tile. Uh, Mm -hmm. So 
that song that I was writing about her, uh, kind of just like I named it Butterfly and like kind of went with that kind of theme. Um, and then when we were on tour in November, we went there again and I did a, a video um, playing that there. So that's on our, our YouTube as well. So, um, yeah. Sweet. So that's, that's cool. Look at that. Gosh. That whole time was just freaking crazy. Even like to visit if you had you know, people in the hospital or, you know, your grandparents at nursing homes, whatever the case and having to, Oh my God, talk to them through the window or it was just crazy. But those type of things, when if you've had loved ones pass away and you couldn't see them, it's like, are you? (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. Well, that's sweet. I'm glad you got to do that. All right, David, what about you? Um, I don't really know. Uh, I've only had like a a few drafts of songs that I've actually written. They're not really about anything in particular, just sort of like whatever comes to mind at a certain point. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess for me, it's more of the experience of learning how to do it than, uh, whatever's behind it at the moment, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right. What's the meaning or story behind your group name? Ooh. Um, I don't even remember how I made it up, but um, I knew I wanted it to be something that was kind of like encompassing of what I was writing about. So like seeking season is kind of like a time period of sadness, I guess. Cause like a season is a measure of time and yeah. like sinking is like the feeling of sinking. Um, and it mm-hmm. sounded good. And then, like, I was a big fan of Brand New, and they have that song, Sewing Season. So yeah. kind of like those song. things put together because they were very influential on the sound of the band. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So that's about it. I don't even remember when I came up with it, but I liked it, and I know that I looked like, – I did a bunch of searches on Google and, like, Instagram and Facebook to make sure no one's used it. Uh, and then mm-hmm. – so then I made it or whatever, and then I released stuff. And then we did that hiatus. And then I came back and I'm like, and then I was like, just like, you know, getting the social media and stuff going. And like someone started a band with Sinking Season name while I was gone. And like, we released an album. <laughs> and then like, once I started going, you know, and then like, people were like, oh, this, like, you, you've released something. I'm like, no, that's not me. And then so like, I found that band on Instagram and like I messaged them I'm like, Hey, you guys like kind of took my name. And they're like, they're like, yeah. well, when I look, they're like, when we made it, like you didn't post anything for like two years or something. I'm like, all right. And then they're like, well, it doesn't like, they're like, we, we don't, we broke this band up anyway. I'm like, okay, can you like, like, so they changed their thing to like sinking S Z N and like left it. So it's still on there, but, like, they deleted their social media. Uh, You can find it on Spotify still. And for some reason, it's still linked. Well, it was still linked to our YouTube channel, which I don't even understand how they – because I own the YouTube.com slash Thinking Season. And somehow they had, like – like when they uploaded their thing, it, like, went on our channel. Uh, So I finally Mm. just got rid of that. I had to, like, go through the process of unlinking our names, but – so yeah, so right. oh my gosh. but yeah, so that band is gone, but 
Yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> Get rid of the competition for the name. Yeah. yeah. But I wanted to pick something that would like, you can Google it and it would just go to that. Like, you know, like yeah. people that, you know, pick band names that are just like obvious things or like someone's already taken it or like, you know, if you Google it, it's just going to mm-hmm. like not show the band. So I wanted to be very specific yeah. to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's good. Sweet. Yay. Well, I'm glad there's a actual like meaning mm-hmm. behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's just like I was drunk. We drank some margaritas <laughs> and randomly thought of it or whatever. Uh, I'm like, sweet. Or like we looked in a thesaurus and. I I probably was drunk when I figured it out, but I did have a meeting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Across that's that's what I think of when I when I hear it. So makes sense. Yeah. All right. If you could open for anyone, who would it be? Hmm. Um. I think movements would be something that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Joyce Manor would be really fun. Uh, Citizen. Kind of just thinking of bands that are like similar sounding that are bigger. A microwave would be fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. Weren't we just talking about Citizen? Yeah. Um, yeah. Tiger Shaw. Yeah. Tiger Shaw would be cool. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we could open from Blink if they wanted us to. to. Right. Might as well. Why not? That show anyway, so. yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> That's fine. Cool. What about you, David? Um, see, if I could pick any two bands, it'd probably be um, Bill Murray or maybe Dance Gavin Dance. Nice. Ooh. Fun. We were we were just talking about Dance Gavin Dance too on our last one of our yes. last episodes too because one of the their band is very similar. Which version so, of Dance and, Gavin Dance though? Well, if uh, if anything, I would always. I mean, I love Johnny Craig, so you know. Yeah. But I like their new stuff. Or, I mean, I don't know. I, I do like their newer stuff actually. <laughs> oh, Johnny. I love me some Johnny Craig. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, those are all our questions. That's it. That went by fast. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, it's been like about an hour now. Yeah. I know. We try to keep it within oh. an hour. We went to like two hours with one band, and I felt bad because they lived in New York. Oh. and. <laughs> He didn't care who was talking <laughs> so. That's true. I know. He doesn't sleep, so it's fine. Um, but is there any, like, shameless plugs? Yeah. You know, obviously, you have your tour. Yeah, um, then- Instagram has everything. Um, tour dates, music release dates, anything that's going on with the band is going to be on Instagram first. So, uh, yeah, that's the one place to go to for any kind of information, uh, tour, album, blah, blah, blah. Those two things, basically. Yeah. Yep. And you are going to, you're playing Seattle tomorrow, the first night, and your last yep. night, right? So tomorrow at Central, and then our day back, we're playing at the Rabbit Box 
on April 23rd in Pike Market. It's a new venue that opens underground across the big where the big site is. So like, oh, it's like fun. right at diagonal from like the, the fish throwing thing. And then you go yeah. like, underground and then there's a bar under there and it's like super cool. It's small. That's right. You know what cool bar I went to Saturday? I went to a Mariners game. And it's actually, you'll probably know, it's the oldest bar in Seattle. Does that ring a bell? Yeah. Yes. And you go downstairs and apparently. Oh, no. That's so. That is next to Central Saloon. That is. um, uh, hmm? No. It's. I popped, we popped in to have a shot on the way and I had to take a piss really bad. That was the main thing. I'm like, I'm either peeing in the parking garage or we got to find a bar. Merchants. What's it? Yes. Yeah. That's a cool little spot. Nana, have you been there? No, I haven't. Oh, it's 1890. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I know. She's an old lady. Mm -hmm, Apparently. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll let you boys go. We uh, really appreciate you joining us. I'm so glad we got to do this right before your tour. That's why I was like, can we get you in last, you know, last week? Yeah. We we had a practice. But yeah. uh, But you would come uh, to one of the shows. It's going to be great. Yeah. well, it's probably yeah, we, a work day for you guys, but if you want to come down that Sunday, right. it'd be really fun. Is that your last? Is that the last? Yeah. Day? So April twenty third is the Sunday show at yeah. Rattlebox, and seeing as you guys haven't yeah. been there, you guys should go. It's cool. Yeah, we only have yeah. three other shows that week, but uh, <laughs> oh. well, tomorrow if you guys have, and then we go to Denver the week after for shows. Oh yeah, we go to a lot of shows. Yeah. Apparently. But yeah, wow. no, we loved seeing you guys before. Cool. It was a great yeah. show, and that's why it we... was such a good show. Yeah, it was yeah. A yeah. Show. great was... lineup. Oh, we, yeah, we will definitely yeah. see you again. Lindsay, Lindsay had mentioned it that you start and end your tour in Seattle, mm-hmm. so we'll have to look at look at the calendar. But we'll see you for sure. Yeah, again. for sure. We'll definitely yeah. be in Everett sometime over the summer as well. Um, yeah, so we'll go to Seattle all the time. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. On all, all of them are work nights. No one ever plays. A, Plays a weekend in Seattle. <laughs> no. Yeah. What? Who cares about us over here? <laughs> but I like to go where they're, like, I haven't been, you know, to those bars or mm-hmm. venues, whatever the place is. I always like to venture out to new. Yeah. I mean, I love me some El Corazon. Don't get me wrong. That little shithole of a bar or of a little venue, but, you know, it's, it's very nice hot in there. New places and. It's fucking hot. I was telling Anna, I went to the fun house mm. part of it and saw head PE. I saw the local band Dramora, a few others. And I think the capacity on that side is like fucking 200 or 300. I don't know. Something real tiny. And it was sold out and it was, it was ridiculous. Like you were just yeah, they, they touching in there hot. for sure. Yeah, and it was December. It was like snowing yeah. out, and we were. Just- I went to a sold-out show last summer um, when Devil Wears Prada was playing, and it was like that August oh, weekend yeah. where it was like ninety degrees, 
and oh. literally I went in there for maybe like three songs and I was just like I can't can't do it. It's just like dripping. <laughs> just like a bunch Already. of dudes hitting me. I was just I like know. this is this isn't fun. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah it kind of pisses me too. off. Because El Corazon's capacity is 800. And I'm like, there is no way they fit 800 people in there. But that's 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 how much. Apparently, I'm like, there. I can't even. Oh, my God. No, no. wonder. it's. I can't even get to the bathroom if I want to go half the time when we're when it's sold out there. So, yeah. I yeah, know. It sucks. Fun, fun place. Spend <laughs> a lot of time there. <laughs> we love it because you are like the. The band is right there. Yeah. So if you get to the front, you're basically on the stage. Yeah. So it's it was rad to see like Bad Omens there. I still can't believe they fucking played there. But um, yeah. And then we're, anyway, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. You know, I saw Bad Omens at Soto, which I much prefer that place. Yeah. Oh, they're coming back October 4th. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I saw them open mm-hmm. for Under Oath just couple months ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one we missed that one, too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Not this year. We're doing it. We're doing it, Anna. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. All right, boys and girls. We'll let hey, you cool. go. Yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah enjoy thanks. your tour. Good luck. Hopefully you have just an amazing time and we can't wait yeah. to go see another David, show. you're going to love it. You're going to love sleeping real tight, cozy. <laughs> I imagine I'll They're get real comfortable real bus, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like once you do it, because we, I know, the bands we talk to, they love yeah. it. They like, it does, it, it, you're just going to enjoy it. I mean, season. I've been yeah. camping, so I feel like I've been in more uncomfortable right. sleeping situations, you know? Oh, yeah. True. True. Yes. yes. You're See, just going to get to know your bandmates yeah, a lot. take a few for... shots and fall asleep. It's fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, before we let you go, here's their new single, The Walls.
All right. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon, y'all. Bye.